listening to the D-Max Dads podcast, where we talk anything trucks, family, redneck, or anything interesting in our daily lives. I'm Chase Perry, and I own a Maroon 2003 GMC LB7 Duramax. I'm Dagan Clegg, and I own a Blue 2006 GMC LBZ Duramax. Good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Bring it here. Nellie. Bring it here. Bring it here. Good girl. He's going for it. Hasn't been in water for 20 years or so. Well, it floats, but it don't it don't swim very good, does it? So we've been talking about uh, taking the Argo out for a test spin uh, over the last couple episodes. Um, how'd that go, Diggin? Um, I think it went all right for just not even having any plan, just being like, come on over, let's go do it. Um, started out pretty good. It was a nice day, and we started – driving the, the Argo. So first we drove to the gas station. I do not commend you to do any of this at all. 
first drove it to the gas station, gave us some gas, and then drove it up to the little pond we went to. And uh, the, the drive wasn't bad. I mean, the tire started getting a little low, so it started, like, bouncing. Chase and his dog in the back seat are all almost getting thrown out, but it, it went it went pretty decent. And then we got up there, and he's like, let me out just in case we sink. I was like, oh, crap. Um, yeah, that's going to make me feel real good about it, bud. Can't save you if I'm drowning, too. <laughs> uh-huh. We had to have Skyler come save us, too, because the battery died at the yeah. gas station. Yeah. So you just see a big Duramax in there with jumper cables hooked up to this little eight-wheel, uh, you know, four-wheeler, pretty much. People loved it, though. They're all... Everybody around there had never seen one before. Yeah, they thought it was military grade and this and that. A lot of us, uh, or a lot of them, like, flagged us down and, where can I get one? Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just got it from my father-in-law. <laughs> no, it's not military grade. No, I don't think it's illegal. <laughs> no, they sell them still. They have a place in, in Rock Springs. Yeah, they do. Um, the Argo did sink. Yes, it did. That was a glorious day. I mean, not fully. I could either do circles and the front end sink. I could not back up. I couldn't go back towards the shore. It was just doing cookies. And I finally got out, putting it toward the, you know, pointing the back end towards the bank and just getting it. Yeah, I'm kind of happy I stayed on the bank. <laughs> It was, a, it was a wet ride home. There was water sloshing everywhere in there. Yeah. We get back to Diggins' house, and uh, we were going to play fetch with the dog at with first. The Argo. But, but the Argo sunk, so uh, we decided to uh, take it back to the house. We found out that there was a plug that, that was not in. Yeah. There was two plugs in the Argo, but we can't find the hole for the second hole. Yeah. We don't know if it was a spare or we searched it up and down, but... Yeah, all in all, it needs a new battery, some yeah, new tires. that's also why we couldn't really stay out there, because it needs new tires, new battery. Got to fix a hole in the gas tank, because we didn't, I didn't know how long it'd run on, on the gas we had. It was leaking gas, and if we shut it off, we couldn't start it because the battery's bad. So that's why we drove it back. Yeah. Yeah, it was probably a good thing we took it back. The lake, the reservoir wasn't too far from the house, but... yeah. Yeah, it was. It de- we definitely could have prepared for that a little bit more, but yeah. now we know what we need to fix. I got an eyelash in my eye or something, so sorry if this podcast is not going as planned. But <laughs> um, we did end up going back and training the dog. Yeah, I brought decoys. I brought um uh, the bird training toy, and. Uh, so I decided that we needed to go back and train the dog. Trained her for a little bit, and one of the weights didn't set on the decoy, and it ended up going out into the middle of the lake. <laughs> that was a great old time. I thought, oh my goodness. I tried getting the dog to fetch it, because she's been fetching decoys. We've been asking her, or sending her to go fetch the decoys, and so she's been fetching them, but she couldn't see this one or something. Yeah, it went far. It went so. Yeah. I decided that it was time to go for a swim, and I tried convincing Dagan to do it because I'm fat and out of shape. So we ended up both doing it. Yep. I thought we were going to drown each other. 
Well, I was going to drown this dog. The dog was <laughs> swimming on top of me. Yeah. Um, and I did not expect it to be very deep. And um, I couldn't feel the bottom. Because like, it was a shallow six, reservoir. One. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be very deep. But as soon as we got out to the middle, the grass was all the way up to the top of the water. It still couldn't touch the bottom. Yeah. And we were getting tangled up in it. I thought I was going to die out there. I thought I was going to die. Um, that was very, uh, I, that was a miserable day. I hated my life the next day too. Yeah. Um, and we just had two softball games the night before that. Yeah. So I sore being fat already. and out of shape already I'm, sore. I'm, I'm still sore. I was still sore though. And I'm, I'm kind of in shape. I'm not like in shape at all, but you know, I'm still more like, so than me. <laughs> I'm not really even in shape more than you. I think there's a way to really be in shape unless you run. Yeah, see, then I'm not in shape at all. I'm a stick. Stick has no shape. Polygons are (laughs) shapes too. Um. So yeah, it was uh, definitely uh, an experience. But then, as soon as we got to the middle of the lake, it was closer to swim from the other side. Which I told you before. But it was thicker in weeds, yeah. so it sucked, but take break. Yep. Take break. Um speaking of duck hunting and training the dog. I got my swan tag. I'm mm-hmm. so stoked about that. <laughs> I've only ever shot one swan. Only one in my life. Um there's a guy that's supposed to be taking us out to the duck clubs and hunting. He's a pretty cool dude it sounds like my dad met him at work um i'm yeah i'm excited if i if i shoot a collared swan any point in my life it's going on the wall it'll be across the whole living room wall i don't care if i have to take down the tv oh speaking of it's me padre hello podcasting what are you doing fun stuff Podcasting. Oh, okay. You want to be you, you want to be interviewed? No. Wow, but we want to ask Why you not? about your truck. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <but> us. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to be a part of He's it. He's like, no, no thanks. Yeah, jeez, Carl. <laughs> you meanie. Anyways, I'd ask him <laughs> if about you call during the podcast. We're gonna ask you to give, you know, ask you something about yourself or something. That's, yeah, might as well. Might as well. Oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, I would ask him about the duck club and his truck, but my dad is a little people shy. Yeah. Um, Good guy. People shy for sure. Oh yeah. Um, we've talked a lot about the Derby over the last few weeks. Um, don't want to spend too much time on it today, but we're gonna be doing a post interview with my brother. Um, maybe it might be just me, depending on if Dagan goes to the Derby or not. Can get yeah. some tickets. Um. 
we'll do that interview we promised. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, Diggins going to be going to a concert uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. I was going to say it was on Saturday as well, but that wouldn't make sense. Can't be in two places at once. Um, uh, that, that <laughs> tell me a little bit about Ian Munzik. Uh, I honestly, dude, I know a little bit about him, but I don't know that much. He's just one of the, the like, I, I guess he's kind of like a country singer, kind of uh, like a newer country singer. Um, my wife wanted to go see him, and so just figured to go out and go go get see a concert. This is my first concert, so I'm probably going to have high expectations or not. I don't know yet. I can't tell if I want to be really excited and have high expectations and be let down or have really low expectations and, you know, really, really be enjoy drunk. Right. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't be much worse than my first concert. Oh, no. Uh, I, went, I, went, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but I don't know. I'd, I'd never... All the other concerts that I've been to, I've been to several. Um, all the other ones I've been to, I never sat down like my first one. We were at the Maverick Center um, in Salt Lake City, or right. West Valley, somewhere right there. Um, and we were sitting in the bleachers. Oh, no, we weren't at the Maverick Center. We were at UVU. We were sitting in their bleachers, and Bruno Mars was playing. Oh, no. <laughs> it, that was when Bruno Mars was just barely brand new. Oh. You know, not, I, I don't know. I liked his music when he first came out. Yeah. His songs become more of I'm just trying to make money rather than right. Right. personable. Than music. Right. I don't listen to him now. But back then it was like uh, Grenade. Um, whatever the one that... Uh, He's singing about like not picking up his phone, whatever that was I called. I can't remember. Um. Anyways, I've been to um, Star Set, Twelve Foot Ninja, uh, In This Moment, Royal Bliss, Royal Bliss, Royal Bliss, Royal Bliss, Five Finger Death Punch, more Royal Bliss, uh, another In This Moment. The first In This Moment concert I went to, it was in a very disgusting and poorly maintained bar. I thought I was going to get stabbed. Oh, really? Dude, I was so scared. Huh. Yeah, it was, yeah. Everybody was high, and it was a very uh, ghetto-looking place. Oh, really? Yeah, I was a little worried. Huh. So it couldn't be worse than any of those. No. But... Yeah, dude, honestly, the more, like, I'd think about it and just tell myself this is my first concert, I feel like a real nerd. I mean, I've never really been into, like, concerts and going out and going and doing this and that, but I don't know. I'm weird. I'm kind of antisocial, but at the same time, I'm not, you know? Makes sense. So it'll be an awesome experience, I think. To get yeah. out and go and see one, I can I like his music for being. I'm not really a big country guy, you know, but I think I, I think it'd be fun. It's hard for me to add much on it because I really don't know how I feel about it because I haven't been to it yet. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it more next week. Next maybe. week.
talk about the derby a little bit more. I know you guys are probably sick of it. Oh yeah. You'll get a whole month before uh, the Evanston Derby, so True. and we don't know if the car will make it to that Derby. So you may not have to hear about the Derby till next year. Yep. Um. Anyways, speaking of the Derby, this car is like. Um, a throwback from I think 2005 was the last yeah. time my dad derby yeah. and his car was Spider-Man. So it's a yellow car with Spider-Man on there. And gray webs all over. Yeah. So this is going to be the 2.0 version. <clears throat> you know, I think it's weird how like that's the color scheme because for Spider-Man red and blue, but I wouldn't really think of yellow as a secondary color. I don't know, but I like it. Yeah, no, like, I like, like it. I just was wondering if the Spider-Man back then, like in two, 2005, was like, you know. Um, I think the Marvel logo was yellow back then. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I've watched a lot of Spider-Man in my time because uh, this boy is a geek. <laughs> and if anybody does not know how much of a Spider-Man geek I am, check out my it's bedroom. Awesome. Yeah, he loves Spider-Man. It's awesome, though. <laughs> Yeah, I have a huge collection of uh, Marvel, but mostly Spider-Man. I mean, anytime I walk past Spider-Man in the store, uh, I'm such a geek that my girlfriend will point out stuff in the store. Oh my goodness, babe, it's Spider-Man. <laughs> just to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm not that big of a geek, but thanks. Yeah. Thanks for pointing it out. Secretly, that's kind of cool. But, <laughs> but you're not supposed to say that. Go uh, I think it was yesterday we went to Walmart, dude. We found a little Spider-Man thing that like climbs up like cords. So you have like headphones, and there would be a Spider-Man just dangling from the cord, oh, like yeah. it's climbing up it like a web. Huh. It's so cool. That is really cool. I hit it till I get paid. <laughs> I like hit it in the back. This is the only one left. Oh. So um but yeah everybody's screaming shout that's going to the derby um you know obviously you'll have to listen to it literally the day before the derby so uh to know that i want you to cheer for the spider-man car yeah because <laughs> it comes this episode's gonna be coming out friday yeah um saturday just listen yeah. to it on your way too yeah you know it'll be awesome um but scream shout for the Spider-Man car. Mm-hmm. Um, beauty contest is, you know, going to be the first event of the night. So, uh, well, aside from the flag ceremony, the most important. Yeah. Oh, say can <laughs> you see? Anyways, leave the singing for the professionals. Yep. Please. <laughs> That's what I tell myself every time I shower. I'm singing. Yep, gotta wait. And it's gotta save it for the guys to know what the heck they're doing. Just bring Ian Munzik to the Derby and have him right. sing there. I will, and tell him to. to that way you can. That way you don't have to go to Rock Springs. Right. And he'll just come to Colville, and then I'll you can convince your him. wife to let you go to the Derby. I'll kidnap him, and then bring him down there just for that. Is that fair? I mean, I wouldn't have said that to all our viewers, but I mean, I want. I'm not. Uh, what are you talking about? I didn't say anything. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, speaking I of will viewers, ask him. Speaking of viewers, we are making it much easier for you guys to listen to us. We are now on Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify and Anchor Podcasts. Um, Anchor is our main streaming service, and they uh, also are partnered with Spotify. 
So if you guys could listen on those, please do. Um, obviously, you know, we understand that everybody has their preference. So listen where you like. But uh, yeah, Anchor and uh, Spotify is where this is streamed from. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of viewers, again. Yep. We hit our first viewer. Out of the U.S. Out of the U.S. Which I think was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. I I looked up at I look at our stats like six times a day, maybe more, right. probably more. Um, I look at our views many, 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 many times a day. It's like an addiction to me, and uh, yeah. I saw that and I got a little excited. <laughs> it used to say 100% of your viewers were from the United States. Now it says 97%. Yep, and 3% from Canada. Yeah, Ontario. Yep. Oh, the computer had the spinning wheel of death. I thought you guys were going to get lost on this episode. <laughs> um, that's exciting. Uh, we'd like it to, you know, obviously hit other countries. Um, I'm sure that uh there's someone that would listen in those other countries um that speak english because i don't speak anything else no. and we currently don't have anybody translating to the other countries no. so like the us and canada and england england <laughs> <laughs> that's about it right i mean there's other countries but you know, Ireland. I'm not geographically inclined. I don't know all my countries. <laughs> Neither do I. Um, no, instead of learning my countries, I learned about all the counties in Utah. And then we had to we had to memorize all the rivers that run through Utah, too. Oh, no. And, and then towards the end of the year, I failed this test. We had to do rivers and I think major mountains. In wow. all of the United States. Oh, man, I think I got an F minus. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that was the one time I wasn't punished for failing because I brought it to my dad and he was like, I wouldn't remember that either. <laughs> no matter how hard I studied. I barely memorized my states and capitals. I... It's the only thing that made me pass the class. I didn't even memorize any of that. Yeah, dude. I did for about two weeks, and then I was just out the window. Yeah, I memorized it to pass the test. I mean, I know that the state capital of Kansas is Topeka. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Topeka, Kansas. Hey, that's a huge derby. That's like one of the number ones in the world. Uh. I don't want to go to that. It's I a long drive. Well, I mean, I want to go, but I don't want to enter in it. I do. I don't. I'll freaking take out the campers and the derby. You know how bad we'd lose, too, especially being newer at it? I didn't say tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm saying even next year, I feel like we'd get trampled in it because we don't, we're not as experienced with everybody like everybody else is in these derbies. Yeah, I mean we'll get there. Yeah. And if we wanted to go out of out of state, whereas like my my brother met a few people 
uh, the Derby, but I don't think very many go like that far out of state. I mean, a lot of them come to Wyoming and stuff right. and probably like, I don't know if Las Vegas has one, but I'd imagine that one's probably pretty huge if they have one. Yeah. You know, um, but I think if we were to go to Topeka, we could get help from all the other guys. Right. You know, um, but this, I hope this podcast doesn't turn out to be one of your least favorites. We've been super busy with the derby cars, and we're trying not to talk about the derby cars nearly as much this episode. But it kind of kind of takes over. Kind of all we've been doing. All you're doing, yeah. That makes it difficult. Dagan's been house hunting, but you know that's not podcast worthy either. Yeah, it's boring. The only thing that's like it's just stressful. It sucks. Yeah. I hated house hunting. Um, this was the only house I looked at and I was like, okay, I need to buy it. And then it took me three, four months to get it to freaking close. Right. Sucked. Hated it. Um, we had two questions from one listener. Yeah. Um, so, and we really appreciate the questions from the listeners, but, uh, the first question is, this is a this is a truck podcast. I mean, it's literally called D-Max Dads. Right. So this listener wanted to know the story behind getting our trucks. Right. How did how did you get your truck, Dagan? Let's start with um, you. So way back, um, I was I was a couple years old, I guess. My dad bought it first. So my dad got it from Utah, bought it brand new, ordered it and everything online. And um, so ever since then, it's been our family and we've had it and we've had to sell it because uh, we couldn't afford it and whatnot. But um, so my dad sold it to the guy he bought it from, the dealer he bought it from. And then the dealers, the dealer sold to another dealership. And my dad came back and he was like, hey, you know, I really want that truck back. You know, can, uh, can I get it from you? a big deal and he's like uh, I actually sold it he's like oh it's alright then I'll just get a different one or whatever and they was like no no it, you know if you want it back and you you know you you worked you know you start working again or you're able to afford it again and whatnot I'll get it for you because you know it's your truck and it shows that you actually still want it you're just in a hard place so the dealer basically got just got it back from the other dealer and then Sold it back to my pops, and we've had it for ever since then, since 2006, 2007. Um, it's been in our family for for that long, and I just remember always riding it in it, or he put us on the steering wheel when we were younger, and we'd drive it around, and been a hunting rig, or moving truck, everything. It doesn't have many miles, but it's more like just the thought of, you know, all the all all it's been through. You know, keeping it in the family, keeping it out and whatnot. Uh, I decided that, you know, I was going to work for it and then buy it from him about a year, year and a half, two years ago. And so ever since then, I've just kind of kept it nice and just paid it off. I wanted to get the payment over with, so I just saved up, worked for it, and paid it off as best as I could. That way I didn't have a chance of losing it. You know, this story's not very long, but it's... To me, it's been, you know, from 2006 to now long. Right. But 
mine doesn't have nearly as big of the uh, family or emotional attachment as yours does. Yeah. Um, I literally, uh, I, so I was going to college, and I'm no mechanic. I was having problems with my Dodge Dakota. Finally got it fixed. It was, it was, freaking dog, barking. Um, finally got it fixed. It was something stupid, honestly. My dad drove all the way from, I, I say all the way, but it was like an hour drive. So from Wanship to Provo, where, or Orem, where I was living at the time, going to college. And uh, it helped me fix it. And uh, I was driving it around. One day, I decided I had it with <coughs> working nights, going to school during the day, and literally feeling like I had no time for myself. Right. I called him. I disappointed him by saying, hey, I'm dropping out of college. I'm done. And, and he literally said, I'm kind of disappointed in you. I was like, okay, well, I got offered a job back in Park City. Uh I'm going home. I, or I'm going to get an apartment. Found an apartment. Um, got in the apartment, and then I decided I wanted to buy my truck. Bought my truck and used it as a daily driver. <laughs> I bought it with like 130,000 miles on it. Right. 129,000, something like that. Used it as my daily driver to drive from Colville to Park City every day. So... All my money went to shotgun shells, <laughs> driving to work, and paying my rent right. and, and my truck payment, obviously. Uh, was it worth it? Uh, I probably should have finished college. <laughs> probably. Uh, did I get a good job out, out of it? Yeah, of course. Uh, I love my job most days. Some days I'm I'm you know I'm gonna quit this job I'm gonna right. sell my truck I'm a any any job though but uh yeah I bought it from a fire or a supposed fireman whether he was a fireman or not I don't know um, he used to live in Tahoe California huh. he bought it from a guy who had it he had it all redone injectors everything. Transmission. Um, he bought it from him. The clear coat was coming off of the hood because right. they lived in Tahoe, California, and uh, or Nevada. It was like Wherever. right, right between. Yeah. Because it's like right on the border. Yeah. Um, and then he moved to Utah, and then Rhino Line to the hood. So that's the story of it being Rhino Line, right? Huh. And then I said, well, I want, you know, I want a lifted truck because my dad had bought one. And I'm like, you know what? I want one of them, too. Right. Uh, found one literally in my hometown, which is not common. You like. Yeah, you got to go like an hour or two hours. usually. One ship is a small town. Yeah. Um, found it and I found it for a good price. Um, and he even knocked it down on the price, too, because a truck had backed into it like two weeks prior to it. He had it parked yeah. on like Heber uh, main street to try and sell it. And the truck backed into it with a pole and it took out the tail light. Found new tail lights for 80 bucks. He knocked it down $2,000 for the tail light, uh, fixed that. And, but 
the hardest part was going through the bank because the VIN didn't match up with the cab. Oh my god, really? So they thought it was stolen. What was it like? Uh, not usually an extended cab or something. It was. I think the the um, VIN come up as like a four door. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, so they thought it was stolen, but we had to. So we had to go through like a bunch of different police reports and see if anybody reporting reported this truck missing. Right, right. And and we just had to do all this stuff to prove that it wasn't stolen. And so I was almost over it. I almost didn't buy it. I'm like, I'm not gonna buy a truck from a thief. Right, you know? right. Um, ended up not being stolen, and now I have no problems with it. Like I don't know why the VIN come up as that in their computer, but like the DMV everywhere else, it comes up just fine. Right. Huh. I don't even know. Unless a wrong number or something. Yeah, I. Yeah, it was it was so weird. They weren't gonna give me the loan for the truck. And that was the thing. The VIN come up as the four-door. I think it was a four-door. It may have been just a two-door, but whatever it was, it was less valuable than the truck I have. Oh, really? So what they were pulling up, Blue Booked, for only like 8000 He wanted it for 14000 Right. And they're like, we're not going to give probably you that single, money. They probably came up as a single cab because I think four-doors are more than... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Cabs. Either either way, it was just not valuable. Right. Uh so we had to prove that to get the loan too. Probably right on their end, gas or you know extended or you know single cab. Everything matched up except for the cab. Really? It was so weird, so weird. But um, yeah, that, I mean that's, that's the story weird. of how I got it. It was drama fest trying to get it. Oh I mean, yeah, it was just like getting the job. house, dude. The house shouldn't have been this hard. Right. Yeah, like I said, it took three, four months to close on yeah, it. Bad luck with buying stuff. Just the contracts. <laughs> now that I'm, but I have them both, and now it's worth it. But going yeah. through with it, or trying to get over with it, and get it done, it's just pain. But yeah, you know, always getting messed with. It feels like sounds like crap. It's just you can never get stuff done. But it's always going to be a pain in the butt, taking months to get worked out. Yeah. Um, and now the other question from the same listener was, uh, you know, uh, it was about our kids. He's, he said, talk, he said, will, will you talk about your babies, your daughters? So I'm assuming like he wants to know like if they were planned and what, you know, what made you think that you were ready? Um, and then, you know, I guess maybe names and, um, yeah, just how it come to be, I guess. Right. Uh, so your, your kid's older than mine. Yeah. So let's, let's start with yours. She's almost eight months, right? And, uh, my daughter's Crossley, James Clegg. And so we were just kind of, you know, thinking about names and doesn't help my wife kind of found a couple names on tiktok and was like mm, i don't really want my daughter's name to be off of an app a social media app of course but we're sitting in the hospital and we're like all right because we had like two names it was crossley and something something else um but she was like really she really wanted crossley for like the last five months before um and I was like, mm, I'm on the fence, you know, because I, I like it, but at the same time, it's 
I, you know, I just wanted to find another name. So we had two. So that way when, when uh, I first saw my baby, then I could be like, that looks like a crossley or that doesn't look like a crossley. You know what name fits her. But, um, so crossley is what we picked. Um, she was eight pounds, like four ounces. She was, took, she, my wife was in labor for like 32 hours. Oh. Active labor. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and I got to, I was up for about the whole time. I was just trying to help out where I could. And it was just this amazing thing watching it and helping, helping her have our daughter. Um, and then right after just being able to hold her and then give her to my wife and hold her after it was just a, an amazing thing. Um, I'll tell you what though, since she's a little girl, she's got some spunk and some attitude. She bossy little crap already. Uh, for being a seven-month-old, yeah. She's got two teeth. She's a bossy little girl. She knows what she likes and she knows what she don't like. She knows she likes dad sometimes. All the time. But she'll still t she thinks she, she knows she owns me. She can say two words and just... Have she can be walking heart. before she's a year old, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I think she'll be walking before she's crawling. I think she will too. She does like she doesn't like crawling. It seems like she like doesn't want to keep her knees up. She just wants to push it all out. She like just either wants to like well, spin in have, circles or you don't have hardly any carpet in your house. We got some in her room in our room. But everywhere you've been trying to have her crawl, it's like on the hard floor. Yeah. At least the, what I've seen. I don't think she likes crawling on the hard. Or I don't know if it hurts her knees or something. Probably. But she she just like sits there and like tries to slide yeah. instead. We'll put a blanket underneath her for most of the time, but sometimes when we're just like, you know, I don't want to hold you for five seconds. I got to do something, sit on the floor, and she'll like, yeah, get on her stomach and kind of have a decent crawl. She'll like use she her wants knees to, a little but bit. I she think wants she wants to. to jump the gun and just start walking yeah, instead. I think so too, because every time you, you stand her up, dude, she's like, she's ready to go. She's ready to go. Oh, it's been amazing though last seven months it doesn't feel like seven months like it feels fast but at the same time it doesn't since i'm not i'm at work all the time but i love i love my little girl so much it's definitely an experience i'm excited to experience that obviously i'm really nervous i have anxiety about newborn oh, baby, yeah, babies yeah i uh before like this last year maybe year and a half no, I was about about a year because my coworker's baby's almost a year old, and she hers was like the first baby I held oh, really? in uh, my adult age. Yeah, I held little kids like on the couch with my parents, basically like it's basically like my baby, my parents holding the baby while I was touching the baby yeah. to say that I held it. Yeah, but yeah, it was like it was pretty much my first time holding a baby in my adult life. And I am terrified. Everybody says, Oh, babies, you know, yeah, they're fragile, but they're, you know, you aren't, you aren't going to hurt them by holding yeah. them, you know, whatever. Um, but I just have so much anxiety. Mm -hmm. Skylar's cousin, she, uh, just had a baby and she was five pounds when she was born and babies lose weight when they're in the hospital, you know? Yeah. So by then the baby was 
four and a half pounds maybe. Right. So I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm gonna hurt this kid. Right. Right. So no, I don't. No, I don't want to hold your baby. Oh well, you're gonna have one of your own. Yeah, I am. <laughs> but I'm scared. Yeah. Oh, Terrified. Yeah. Especially since it's not mine. And I think that is another true thing. Is like ha- me having my kid versus holding some other people's kids. Like I'm more comfortable holding my kid because I know, like, as a parent, I can do. I can hold them like this. I know what they need by doing this, or I, you know, when they're stomach hurts, I know how to hold them and whatnot, how to calm them down. And, like, it's my kid. If I want to hold it, like, hold her on my hand, because I'll do that a lot. I'll hold her like this. Just hold her on my palm and her butt and just kind of, like, sit there. Of course, I'll have another hand ready just because I'm very um, – I, I don't do something unless I know I'd really trust myself in doing it. So do it, you know, holding her a certain way or whatnot. I try and always have like a safety so that way. If she does lean back on because they do that a lot. They'll just throw themselves backwards and whatnot. You know, I've got a way to catch her, but like if I did that with someone else's baby, I wouldn't hold them on my my hand because it just I wouldn't want someone doing that with my baby. You know, right? Yeah, there's a different bond between a baby and the right. dad, and rather than if you were to do that with some person's kid, right? Uh, I feel a lot more comfortable with Crossley now. She's she's a pretty, you know, big baby. Yeah. She. For being... I mean, she is growing really fast. She's like twenty four pounds. <laughs> she's not like fragile anymore. No. You know? Like no. like she is, but she isn't. You know. Not near as fragile as like. I don't know. I guess you could kind of compare my anxiety to like if you were to hold like a small pet. Right, and you you're like you don't want them to jump out of your hands, so you squeeze a little tight, but you don't realize you're hurting them. Right, that's how I feel about newborns. I'm like, am I hurting them? Am I holding? Am I squeezing too, too tight? tight? Are you wrapped too tight in the blanket? Like, like my shoulder kind of sucks. Right. So is it gonna fall asleep? I'm gonna drop them. Right, like, and I'm gonna be the same way with my like, but I've like full on ordered like the the dad satchel <laughs> uh, yeah. for Timber. They're but, awesome. I had one for the first like three months. One of those like uh, they're like ten feet long of just fabric, and you like stretch the fabric so you just wrap your baby around you, and then like I'm gonna have to get one that's, like waterproof for the freaking shower too, because <laughs> that would be like my my arm would fall asleep and Amber just mm-hmm. whoop, like bar soap. Oh, they're slippery <laughs> in the shower, dude. You'll be like, ah, ah stay. You can't put your baby Stop on moving. a rope either. I'm pretty right. sure that's uh, uh, child abuse or something. Yeah, probably. Freaking drop your kid and just put him on a noose. <laughs> <laughs> you can have soap on a rope, but you cannot have your kid on a rope. <laughs> put a harness on him out with that. It'll work. Like a dog. One you put on your dog. No, he's going to say hi. I got my bird dog in here. The dogs are like, what are you doing? What are you laughing at? Give me attention. <laughs> You're talking about your kids. So why don't you talk about me? Why I've done that with Crossley a couple times. Like when I when she was on a rope. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, in the shower, just you get so anxious. You're like holding him close, but you're not like trying to squeeze the crap out of him. Please tell me he hasn't been out that long. That was an airplane. So we just got a notification saying that the microphone was off. 
so we may be podcasting tomorrow too yeah <laughs> i'm gonna be so mad but then again it will give us redemption to like look at it and say this was terrible or this right. was good right so then should we just go to a truck of the week just in case it didn't record if it did then great babies were planned we're having daughters yeah crossley james ember ray um Dads are taking their daughters duck hunting. Mom's going to wonder where the hell we're at. Yep. It's pretty much that was just what we said. I don't know if that's where you got cut off, but that's that's what's happening. Yep. Um, yeah, truck of the week. We did mine last week, so it only makes sense if we went with Dagan's. Right. You heard his story of how he got it and what's in it. Um, dude, honestly, it's pretty stock. <laughs> uh, so we've got an MBRP four-inch straight pipe exhaust. Um, I wish it was like turbo back, but it's not. It sounds good. It's got a really nice loud whistle. Um, put an HSP cooler intake with the oil filter. I love it. This I love the color of it because it's like this dark, really bright blue. I it's like just a royal in blue. love with it. Yeah, yeah. Really like that. Put some. I just put some air dogs on it. One sixty five kit. I love it too. I was gonna go with fast, but then this guy was like, "Why don't you just go with air dog?" That's what I've got. I was like, "All right, fine." Um, and then just lights, underglow. No, I had color changing lights in my uh, in my headlight bulbs. Like my actual bulbs were color changing, and um, and then I put some in the grill, and. All the lights on the inside, like my dome lights. One of my dome lights is OED white. The others are light blue. I really like looks. I put a bigger tire on it. You know, I took the running, the steps off of it so it looked a little taller. But, you know, there's not much about it. I put a 10-inch exhaust step on it. Yeah. yeah. You almost put your head inside no, of it. No, you can fit your head inside of it. Yeah, <laughs> I had a buddy who did. As soon as I... It got delivered to my house. He came over and uh, put his head in it. So then we put that on. It's almost spooky season. We put pumpkins on our exhaust. I did last year with your brother. I think I got the video still. We have to do it again this year. I, yeah. I want to also. But... So I think it'd be awesome. I got to make mine roll more coal. So Pumpkin looks like he's mad. Turn it up to five. I wish I could do that. Hmm. Next is probably going to have to be a chip because I, I keep having a code coming on. We should probably do that too. But I mean, that's about it. You know, I don't got much going on with my truck. Replace batteries. It's all just expensive. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And winter makes it worse. Right. Right. Oh, and I put the edge to uh, lights in it, so you it's the fuse. You put it in your fuse box. When you turn your brights on, it turns all your headlights on, so you can see. You don't have to sit there and hold the lights. That's cool. There's 20 bucks on Amazon, so I was like, mm, I'm gonna do it. I get to order Manly's training stuff tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. yeah, talk about me and that. I'm giving you attention. I'm licking the bacon and cheddar potato skins off of your hands. <laughs> mm. So, what are, what are your plans to do with that? What do you want to do to it still? Lift it. I think I want to do a six inch because honestly, we never. Found out what yours was, but we're thinking six because your dad's got a six, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't. I want to do like a six inch and do some like negative, like 
forties or fifty five offset rims, it's like really deep rims. And I kind of want to do like twenties, not real big, maybe nineteens. And I want to put super swampers on it, just like you know, a couple, you know, five six inches of, of rubber. Uh, I want to put some uh, bumpers on it, make it usable, but at the same time make it nice. So. I'm gonna repaint it and everything. And hey, Fabs Four, make me a freaking grumper for I, my truck. If you don't, I am. I just gotta get the metal. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, guys. Uh, let me know if you want updates on that too, because I'm trying to make my own grumper. Don't tell anybody. Copyright. It won't be the same model, but it will be pretty cool, I think. And um fabricate yeah. it for us i i want that grumper look but i don't want it around my windshield like they have it no i won't go around your windshield yeah. i won't let it go around your windshield <laughs> I, I don't like that but that's just because i drove um i drove one of them gladiators the jeep gladiators oh it's like that uh, I don't know what the movie's called, but it's, he's wearing the KKK suit. Oh, he's like, I can't see out of this thing. <laughs> I can't see crap out of this thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. I like that. And like Jay said, you can go join the KKK club, the cool kids club. <laughs> yeah. On Facebook. It's not racist because we're trying to change the, the meaning of it. Yep. Mm -hmm. But you're a part of the cool kids club if you rake light. Rate, like, and subscribe on all our social media accounts. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can friend request us on Facebook, too. We have a page and a, a friend. Uh, is like a person. Yep. Um, not on YouTube yet. Uh, you guys aren't that lucky yet. Um, but you can watch us on Spotify video and listen to us on every other platform. Um and if there's a platform that you want us to be on that we're not on yet, let me know. I can make it work. The other ones were easy after I got Apple done. Right. So, uh, what else, Dagan? You got anything else to add to for tonight's episode? I or? honestly don't, don't. Not really. I mean, I, we're trying to make new content every week so we can actually have something to share with you guys and keep it interesting. But sometimes it just gets hard. Ask us questions. Yeah. So some questions. It'll us. help us out. I mean, we want to keep doing this, and we want to keep getting more and more entertaining. This uh, episode was kind of a slower one, and I know that we can't really have that while we're trying to get people to hook on the get hooked on this right. show. But like I said, you know, we're we're kind of busy. Uh, um, if. You know, it keeps getting, you know, to the point where it's real slow. Maybe we'll go down every two weeks just to try and not give you boring episodes. But right. we're, we'll accept any recommendations you guys yeah. have. We'll try to go to events. Uh, I'm trying to save up money. Um, Skylar doesn't get maternity leave at her job, so we have to make sure her bills are covered when she's out of the hospital. Um, but um, I'll do I'll do what I can. You know, I want to I wanna get more involved with you guys. The duck hunt is coming. I do have my swan tag, and I could go on and on and on and on about swan hunting. I'm going to try and go with him swan hunting, too, because I've never, never done Yeah, it. I need to get this guy hooked on it. 
We, we, him and I need to get tags every year. We're going to be doing non-resident hunts. It's, I mean, it's only $27 to apply for the swarm. It's 10 to apply and then 17 when you draw. And then it's a hundred bucks, 125 bucks to get a year license. Um, that's, that's for fishing and hunting in Utah. And then the $25 also counts towards $25 of Wyoming's fees. So it's a hundred dollars per state technically. Which kind of gets expensive. It does. But, you know, if you're you're serious about it, you'll make it work. Yeah. And right now, I'm serious about it, but I'm sacrificing the deer hunt. My deer hunt. I didn't didn't put it in. I'm not going to buy an over-the-counter tag unless I have extra money and extra time. But, honestly, I don't see that coming because, you know, the deer hunt is coming right about the time Ember does. And, uh... So is the duck hunt. I mean, I gotta be there for my kids, so I'm gonna go, you know, make sure Ember is all good. Your family's my family. Yes, sir. But you know what? When she gets a little bit bigger, I mean, by next hunting season, Crossley will be ready to go. We just gotta get her some earmuffs. She'll be she'll be happy to go. She'll be trying to take that shotgun. Shoot it, Dad, shoot it. No, honey, I cannot. Yeah, that's a seagull. That's a seagull. <laughs> Don't you that one. That sends daddy to prison. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Anyways, guys, we'll quit rambling on for the night. And, uh, Thanks. We love you. See you next that's week. That's the end of this week's episode of DMAX Dad's Podcast. You can follow us on all our social media accounts. Please rate, like, and share. Follow along on next week's episode of DMAX Dad's Podcast.